Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. We're glad to have you listening with us. Today's topic discusses fear. Who or what are you fearing today? We'll return with the devotional after a brief message from one of our sponsors. Your family, your faith, they're not in the way. They are the way. From the creators of Jesus Revolution comes the incredible true story. It's going to be dangerous and scary and giving up. It's not an option. The story of one family's journey from down under to center stage. Unsung Hero, a for King and Country film starring Candace Cameron Bure and Terry O'Quinn. In theaters now. Visit unsunghero.movie to learn more. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Who Do You Fear? Written by Aaron D'Anthony Brown Read by Leah Martin For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. 2 Timothy 1.7 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and discipline. Proverbs 1.7 Who do you fear? Just this week, I had one of those days most of us can understand. From the moment I awoke, a long list ran through my mind. A list of all the things that could be better in life. Work, finances, family, dating. As I mulled over the list of uncertainties, I wondered, when will God do something? Within that question was so much doubt and impatience and fear. The question reminded me of David in Psalm 13 when he asked, How long will I store up anxious concerns within me, agony in my mind every day? Psalm 13.2 If God is all good and all powerful, why not act? David asked his questions, but by the end of the chapter, he also offered his unbridled confidence in God. Psalm 13.5-6 I had all the questions for God, but none of the confidence. Who did I fear? I feared my circumstances and not God. Does that sound like you? For one reason or another, we think to ourselves that worrying causes change. More than change, we convince ourselves that worrying brings control. If only we believed what Jesus said about worry in Matthew 6:27. Instead of mulling over detail after detail, trying to ascertain control, we'd recognize what's really happening. Fear is controlling us. Who do you fear today or what? If we look at scripture, 
we see too that the Israelites were no strangers to fear. In their journey from bondage to freedom, Egypt to the promised land, they had plenty of reason for praise. Yet that didn't stop fear from cropping up. Exodus 16, 1-3 tells us, The entire Israelite community departed from Elam and came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elam and Sinai, on the fifteenth day of the second month after they had left the land of Egypt. The entire Israelite community grumbled against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the Lord's hand in the land of Egypt, when we sat by pots of meat and ate all the bread we wanted. Instead, you brought us into this wilderness to make this whole assembly die of hunger. God was guiding them from one place to another, but we also see where fear led the Israelites. Instead of focusing on the Lord, they focused on their circumstances. These days, when we read their story, there's a temptation to see ourselves as being vastly different from the Israelites, but are we really? I confess, I'm not. When life is good, God is good. When life is bad, God's goodness comes into question. If God was good, what reason would we have for this fear? That's what we think. What I think. But that's the wrong perspective. We suffer from the same forgetfulness the Israelites did. We forget where God has brought us from because we focus on what we see right now. If the issue is forgetting, then the solution to our fears is to remember and be grateful. One piece of wisdom that the Apostle Paul shares is to dwell on good things. Philippians 4.8 By training our minds to think about positivity, we alter our perspective. Instead of focusing on our fears, we see God's blessings. Of course, changing our perspective, especially if we've gone through life as a pessimist or a cynic, isn't easy. However, with gratitude, we can accept the suffering that comes our way while taking explicit notice of our blessings. With more gratitude, then, will come more remembrance and less opportunity for fear to control us. God's blessings are, in fact, so grand, so inspiring, and so clear. We just need the right perspective to see beyond our fears. Intersecting Faith and Life Building a sense of gratitude requires time and effort. When we want to build gratitude within ourselves, though, especially as an adult, we can't rely on others to tell us. So here's some practical ways to build gratitude. 1. Keep a gratitude list. Keep an ongoing list of God's blessings in a journal, on a fridge, on your bathroom mirror, anywhere you'll find and see the list often. This will remind you that you have reasons to be grateful and not to fear. The longer the list, the less excuses you have to grumble against God. 2. Tell a friend. If you often rely on friends for venting out your frustrations, try a different approach. Express praise instead. Tell someone the good things God has done for you. In turn, they may even share blessings going on in their life. With gratitude can come hope 
love and encouragement. Three, rehearse scripture. Make a habit of studying Bible verses that speak directly to gratitude. This will remind you of the benefits you can reap. We feel better, think better, and act better when we're grateful. And science confirms this. In addition to these few practical steps, here's a prayer to help you remember who you should fear. Lord, I stand in awe of all that you do. From the stars in the distant galaxy to the blades of grass beneath my windows, you created it all. Honestly, there's really no reason to doubt or to be afraid, not one. I stand in reverent fear of your majesty every day, believing in what you can do and acknowledging there's nothing you can't do. You deserve the honor and the praise, not my fear and worry. Thank you for loving me in a way that I don't deserve. And please forgive me, Father, for treating you in a way that you don't deserve. Please bring peace to my heart and silence my doubts. Help me to always rest and remain in your eternal goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. For further reading, explore these scriptures. Psalm 13, Exodus 16, Matthew 6.27, Philippians 4.8, and Romans 8.28. Hey listeners, thanks for joining us for the Crosswalk.com devotional podcast. To get all of our episodes straight to your phone during the week, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. To find more devotional content like this, head over to Crosswalk.com. If you're hearing this right now, you're probably like, who the heck is this and why are they playing during my favorite podcast? And I get it. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I do want to introduce myself. My name is Trevor Tyson, and I'm the host of Trevor Talks, where we talk to real people about real topics and real stories. I just want to invite you, if you love podcasts, if you love music, if you love books and love hearing from the people who create it, come check us out at Trevor Talks. Simply go to Google or Life Audio, type in Trevor Talks, and it'll pop on up. Hope you have a great day.